Welcome to Tabletop. My name is Nick, and I think that fudging dice rolls is totally okay. Hey, it's me, Franco, and rolling for initiative sucks. I'm Daniel, and I think you should modify your first level characters as much as you want. And I'm Shade, and if your TTRPG hasn't evolved into a LARP, you've done it wrong. And we all host Tabletop, a TTRPG podcast about all things games and storytelling. And sometimes we have game designers, professional researchers, and even the occasional owlbear. If this interests you, listen to Tabletop every Monday, wherever you get your podcasts. Tabletop is a proud member of the Helios Network. In this episode of Negative Modifier, we'll be playing the game Delta Green. Delta Green, by design, tackles various mature themes that may be uncomfortable or triggering for listeners. Listener discretion is advised. Hey, it's Charlie, Negative Modifier's Game Master. First off, thank you for giving us a listen. As always, expect something horrible to happen to the players. If you're a fan, support us by leaving a review on iTunes. If you hate the show, Consider doing it anyway and enjoying the fact that you've inflicted us on someone else. For the most up-to-date news on the podcast, follow us on Twitter and Instagram. And with that... So how the hell are we going to get to Philadelphia? As Tranch mentioned, once you've found something, she can kind of arrange for some transportation to get wherever you need to go. Like Again, it will be kind of this weird, covert thing she's doing right now, but you want to we're going to Philadelphia finally. Like we're we have a plan. We're gonna go meet with this uh, former detective Weathers. Yeah. Um. Would Agent Tranche be able to get us some some nice firepower? Yeah, probably. How nice you thinking? You know, nothing nothing super wild, but stuff that goes rat a tat tat rather than oh, just uh, definitely yes. There's probably several options of that in the bunker with you right now. Even. Yeah, I'm wondering if I can get, like, a tranche special. I want... Ah, fair enough. Yes, I, I, she can definitely arrange for something a little custom. Awesome. My uh, eyebrows perk up at the hearing uh, a little custom, and I uh, look over and say, anything in the uh, customized AK category? I mean, yeah, that's that That would indeed be a tranche custom, hypothetically. Well, I was saying that statement to the character. This is all being kind of handled via dead drops and stuff, so... Like, I suspect because, again, we don't talk about it much, but Tranche has a certain background. There's a bunch of, like, official requisition paperwork you have to fill out for this so she can put it through or keep track of it to her needs. But, yeah, no, you can request some higher-end firearms, if you will. Given the situation and stuff, she'll probably tailor it some to what you're looking for for the situation. But, yeah, no, a couple days after you request all this, a very nondescript 1980s minivan just kind of shows up one day in the garage above the facility let's get to it are you all ready for this i think we i just want to make sure that like we have a plan set up for just kind of getting into this area i mean what pine would always just kind of meet us in a nondescript location i mean sure she was alone but should we probably make sure that we're meeting this gentleman on our terms rather than his yes uh, so should we make up a plan on the way there, or we have like a place to stay? We should we should make a plan on the way there. It's gonna take a while, anyways. So gotcha. And if I recall, are we still trying to avoid technology? Yeah, but once you're out in the world, it's kind of unavoidable. Like Agent Tranche has stocked the minivan with everything you're gonna need. Like she's gonna keep you off GPS, but she has some very 90s flip phones and stuff that yeah they can track you could cell phone but it's nowhere near as easy as with something more high-tech that's a location services enabled you're back on the grid for lack of a phrase maybe not like you'd be smart enough not to like go and buy an ipad or something but 
yeah, you you have access to technology again. Like maybe not full technology because of everything going on, but again, you're back in the real world. You kind of have to have some of that stuff. Yeah, perhaps we should ask um, Agent Tranche to to be the go between at least for setting up the meet, so we don't have to use these phones yet. We can have her. We'll pick a location and we'll go there and tell her to tell the friendly to meet us there. Gotcha. I haven't had anything to drink this morning, which means I can take first shift driving. I can still read an old school roadmap, but I think it's best if you kind of uh, figure out a spot for me to go, I guess. That's going to be you military boys, not me. I mean, I don't think that we need to have military knowledge to kind of figure out where the nearest travel lodge or Motel 6 is going to be, as well as like, I don't know, what's in Philadelphia? Bars? The local trash can fire. That's my really subtle way of saying I don't know what I'm looking at when I look at an old school map. Oh, what? You don't know how to read a map? A digital one, sure. Ah, fuck. John, John, can you be navigator? Yeah, give me the map. Well, so I will say you can do this drive in 12 hours, give or take. It's a full day of driving, but Sloan, Indiana to Philadelphia is capable of being done in a day easily. Cool. Concept. Let's get there. Set ourselves up. I don't think we could really use a payphone or anything else like that to contact the guy. Or we could do a dead drop physical piece of paper to kind of summon him. You just pick a location, all text tranche, and have her be the, the intermediate. Gotcha. All right. Let's get in. Everyone pee before you go, so that way we don't have to stop anywhere. The typical dad answer to have to drive a long distance. All right, so who's navigating and who's driving, or kind of who we using the rules for those four? I will be navigating. All right, so let's see a navigate check to see how successfully you navigate this. All right. 53 out of 50 failure. Eh. At least the map didn't fly out the window. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Agent Firestarter, give me a drive check on this. That is a 4% success. All right, so you leave it like kind of Dawn's first light on this. Like, how early in the day do you leave to make this trip? Let's say, what's it called? 7.30, 7 o'clock sounds good. All right, yeah, so you roll into Philadelphia. You kind of hit the city limits around 11 p.m. You had to turn back a couple times, a couple bad instructions. One gas station that was closed needed to be open type of situation. Nothing catastrophic happens, but it takes us a little bit longer than it's supposed to. Again, travel by map, not as easy as travel by GPS. So this all makes a certain amount of sense. But yeah, in that whole time, Toronto's been back and forth with you a few times via text. She's rented you a room at a just not great motel and said, yeah, Weathers will be waiting there for you. He doesn't have much else going on these days. Fantastic. We're meeting our contact inside a CD motel room. Should we get a room at a different CD motel, or should we meet him in a place that he will now know that we will be staying at? We're not going to be staying there. That's just the meetup. Okay, yeah. perfect. Who has money? Like, physical money on them? Because I realize we cannot withdraw anything. None of you have much, but so... You want to go through the car some and see what you can find? It's loaded down with some gear. It's got a bunch of bags thrown in the back you really haven't gone through. Oh, sweet. Yes, we haven't gone through any of our supplies. I'll go through the glove box and see if there's anything in there. All right, so in the glove box, there is just a large caliber revolver. That's it? Is it just a revolver? Is, is it, they have a holster there as well? Just as well. a revolver okay. in the glove box. I'll put it back in the glove box and just kind of tap the door and say, there's a revolver in here if we need it in the car. I'll go through the bags back here. 
I chuckle at the whole revolver situation. Mm. Uh, it's nice to have something a little bit more familiar. And then for a moment I pause, and then I go back and look and double check and see if there's any ammo in there. Because I just saw the revolver and I didn't check if it was loaded or had any ammo, so I'll double check that. There's no ammo in the revolver. No ammo? Any ammo boxes in there? Not that you found it, you haven't checked the back yet. Okay. I'll tell the, the group, I'm glad I double checked because this revolver's uh, got nothing. So hopefully there's some ammo in the bags. Yeah, I'll inventory for us. Also, during our stay there, was I able to make any Elder Sign ammunition? Elder Shot? We'll say you made a few. Solid. The revolver is compatible with them, too. Yeah, that was the first bullet she learned how to make with yep. Elder Shot. Yep. All right, so in the back of the minivan, there are three duffel bags. Just kind of hastily thrown in there. You want to open up the duffel bags? Yeah. Duffel bag each. One bag each? Yeah. All right, so... Firestar, you open up your duffel bag, and at first glance, it's just full of what looks like flyers for various amusement parks and water parks kind of shoved into a bag. Take the uh, flyers, kind of pile them up, and kind of put them to the side to see if there's anything underneath it. All right, so when you touch them, you realize that all of these flyers are actually glued down to a thin piece of plywood. So you pull that up, and someone is just crammed in $20 bills just tons of cash like easily fifty sixty thousand dollars in various kind of small bills into this bag underneath the paper and plywood espionage oh god this is an entire year of my salary shoved in a duffel bag thank you tranche who's next Lawrence will go next so you, you unzip it and it's just full of what look like firearms she'll examine what we have yeah they're all aerosoft guns it turns out huh are the airsoft guns, do they, like, contain pieces of real guns if we were to deconstruct them? They most certainly do. Yeah, that's really smart. Like, so much so that the airsoft guns are this weird kind of collection of, they're mostly clear except for one or two very obvious not plastic metal parts that are kind of shoved haphazardly into the various airsoft guns. Guess if we get pulled over, there's not really much they can do about this. Yeah, we can say that we're like headed to a tournament or what whatnot. I mean, as long as the orange tips are there, we're good. I look over at Florence and say, "Can you make an elder air shot?" No, we're just gonna break it down and make them into real guns. Oh, for me. You're telling me that we're not gonna have haunted Nerf guns? Damn, disappointing. I know. Last but not least, Fox, try you open up your bag. Yeah, I will go ahead and uh, take a deep breath, and I will open up the bag. All right, so you unzip it, and it's full of, like, MREs and various medical supplies. Florence, looking at this notes, this is the entirety of at least two ambulances dumped into a duffel bag for emergency supplies. But kind of weirdly nestled amongst all this kind of stuff, there's a note that just says, to whom it may concern, the flat tire is busted. I pulled the note out, and... I read it out loud to the gang, and I say, uh, to whom it may concern, the flat tire is busted. And then I look over at Florence, and I say, I think I got your bag by mistake. And I pass the bag over, revealing that it's full of, like, MREs and medical supplies and all that. Yep. Afraid. Is there a spare tire back here? Uh, it's busted, apparently. We should probably take a look at that. Yeah. So I go ahead and get out the car, and uh, I open the trunk. Uh, is there anything in the back that would be above the the flat tire like area i'm guessing the flat tire wheel 
is inside one of those like trunk cover things, right? That would be correct. Yep. Okay. So there's nothing back there that could be covering it, kind of thing. Nope, I can not just anymore. took the duffel bags out. Okay, so I'll go ahead and lift the cover where the uh, flat tire should be. All right, so someone has modified this van so that the container that would normally be just big enough for a tire, for a spare tire runs the entirety of the back of the minivan. It's just full of all the ammunition you're going to need for the various firearms you can put together. A couple hand grenades, some flash grenades. It's also got tactical body armor back there. Oh my god. Just kind of shoved into the space in the back of the minivan. Is it just one set? Oh, no, it's enough for all of you. It's actually enough for two sets of all of you. Oh, fuck. I pick up one of the grenades and I kind of just casually toss it from one hand to the other. And I kind of just look over at the group and I say, uh, I think we have some toys back here. I look over the back to where John is. And I'm just like, is that fucking hot right now? I show him that the pin is still in the grenade. It's like, no, no, it's the pins right here. Oh, thank God. <laughs> and I jokingly toss it over to Firestarter so he can inspect it himself. I am a little stunned, but I try to catch it. I think I catch it. Give me athletics. <laughs> 32 out of 60% success. Yeah, you catch it. Goddamn. Tranche really pulled all the stops on this one. So as a former member of T-Cell, you've heard stories about these kind of weird vehicles that get put together occasionally. You never actually got to see any of these. You've actually never been, like, you've never been kind of assigned a um, tea bag of any kind, but you've heard stories from other people in the cell you were in or kind of just like rumors you may have heard around from, again, them or kind of people you've interacted with about these like weirdly well-equipped kind of inconspicuous vehicles that apparently Tranche has a hobby of making. Looking at the vehicle, like, I know it's not obvious, but is there a way we can find out if, like, this has got makeshift armor plating, like, under the door panels and stuff? None of you have craft automotive, really? Anyone have anything in engineering? I have uh, electrician and mechanic. Yeah, mechanic will definitely apply to this. Um, what's, it, what's the mechanic skill at? 50%. So, with this in mind, kind of looking at this weirdness, thinking, your gas mileage was terrible. Almost like the car was... This car would have great gas much to begin with, but like almost like the car was heavier than it was supposed to be. Like the shocks didn't quite seem to work the way they were supposed to. Like it's a little bit heavier than it's supposed to be just kind of across the board. And not just because there were three people in a bag of guns and ammo in it type of thing. Like, yeah, like the car is heavier than it's supposed to be. Definitely. Oh, that explains that pothole we hit and why it sounded like I hit a tree. Yeah, uh, I'm pretty sure we can go ahead and take the kids to soccer at the Gaza Strip and this thing, and it'll be all right. Good to hear. Or the uh, windows looking? Are they regular? Or are they a little extra thick? The windows are normal. I think it's going to be more suspicious if we see a tinted minivan. A tinted minivan from the eighties. Oh, I wasn't. I wasn't talking about tint. I was talking about bulletproof glass. I would like to, since Lawrence brought that up, I'd like to double kind of not double check by shooting around into a window. But I figured with my firearms at 81, I can kind of get an idea of what bulletproof glass looks like yeah, or not, have a good sense for bulletproof. it. Well, the windows okay. are not bulletproof. Okay. So uh, I'll look over at Florence and say, well, doesn't look like the windows are bulletproof. So we're open on that end. Well, I'm just stuck down, I guess. Does this car have guns? Are we going to are we going to have like this go go gadget minivan pulled up? That'd be ridiculous. It's Firestarter. <laughs> you would absolutely 100% believe that shit. That's fair. Yeah. I'm going to check anyway. I'm just going to look around. Just start pressing buttons. 
the hazards turn on. There are no fun gadgets on the car, if you will. That that would just be ridiculous. Hey, why don't we get going? Yeah, yeah. I was hoping for like an oil slick or something stupid. You know, fun little chase scene. I mean, we can do an oil slick. We just need to fuck up the bottom of the car first, which I'm sure we're going to do. Are you saying my driving is shit? I would say no such thing. Not so. I chuckle and uh, start up the car again. Considering I don't drive, my hat's off to you for doing it. Well, 12 hours without a radio has been a lot, so I'm ready to get to where we need to get to. Do it. You want to try and assemble the guns while you're driving, or kind of do that once you get to the wherever you're going to spend the night? We should probably wait, right? I don't think we should start assembling guns while we're driving, especially in an untinted minivan. It is bulletproof, or it's... I don't know if it's bulletproof, but it's armored from what I understand. Let's not test that out just quite yet. No, if I'm uh, if I'm doing any kind of firearms assembly, we're doing it in some sort of room and not exposed with these open windows. We can have our Lego night uh, in our motel room. That sounds all right. I'm going to keep driving until I see some road signs for like any kind of motels or whatever the heck have you. Just so that way we can drop off our shit and we're not like showing up to this place with a fully loaded whatever the hell. I'm sure it makes sense. Trying looking for the city limits at that point. You're trying to find a place to stay inside of Philly. What's the high proximity plan on that one? Anyone of you have been to Philadelphia before? Can't say that I have. Or kind of have a what's it called? Just a general vibe. I mean, I would think that it's going to be a lot safer for us to be in a little bit more of a not so scrutinized location. But L.A. is a different beast of a big city than Philadelphia. So Philadelphia is a city of suburbs, actually. I wouldn't call them quite districts, but you do have pretty distinct separate areas. It's a fairly sprawling city, too. It's kind of got the L.A. effect of it just kind of seems to go until it hits the water type of thing going on. Nowhere near as big, obviously, but it does have a bunch of kind of unique areas that most people think of as being maybe towns outside of Philadelphia. They were still very much part of Philadelphia. I would want to be able to access our stuff pretty quickly. My vote is to stay inside the city, so that way we don't have to drive all across town and get to our shit. What are your guys' opinion? Makes sense to me. I mean, if we got all this, uh, yeah, why not? Cool. I'm gonna try to just find, like, the closest nondescript motel somewhere in, like, the middle of, not in the middle of Philadelphia, but, like, central Philadelphia. Yeah, no, that's definitely a thing you could do. Which one of y'all wants to book us a room, feel like we need to Try to hoist the shit as quickly as possible. I can do it. Cool. I shoulder two of the duffel bags. I will go and book three rooms. We're all staying in one room, by the way. But, you know. I just look over and nod. Good plan. Cool. So you stash your stuff in one room? Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah. Easy enough. Got your home base at the Orange Moon Motel. John, can you help me out with this? I just want to at least arm myself with a handgun. We can get creative later on tonight, but as I try to find out which one of the duffel bags is the airsoft one. Yeah, sure. So I'll help out with uh, whoever uh, he yeah. needs me to take care of as far as that goes. Just making handguns for the time being? Uh, Yeah, like it's a nice little Lego project. Yeah, terrifying Lego project, but definitely a Lego project nonetheless. Yeah, so... You have enough for five medium caliber handguns, like some 1911 style stuff. Beautiful. I'm just going to, do we have holsters for those or is it just like in my belt loop or in my belt? For now, it's just in your belt or pocket or something or hoodie. Cool. Lawrence, you uh, geared up for minor emergency? 
or gear it up at all or no? Best off at all ever. Um, and I, I've got my shotgun still. Cool, cool, cool. Johnny, good. So I guess as I was going through this stuff, was there anything in this bag that I could make? Like, is it all just handguns, or is it also like? Well, so that's I was asking how much time you want to spend on this because there's handguns, and then there's some other stuff too. Well, I definitely want to work on the other stuff too. All right, so you want to spend some time kind of going through this. We're getting close to midnight, probably timeline wise. So meet your contact the next day, probably. Probably, yeah, just to make sure everything looks good. That makes sense. Yeah, so you've got a bunch of handguns. You also then have you have enough parts to make four submachine guns, kind of small, very tactical, boxy looking ones with some flashlights on them and barrel like one shot shotgun attachment to all of them. Well, I uh, start assembling and I guess what, after I get the first one assembled, I look kind of giddy and I like almost like a kid showing off their like show and tell to the rest of the room. Yeah. Lawrence, give me an intelligence check. Sure. 55 critical success. You know these guns, actually. You've seen these guns before. Maybe not these exact guns, but you're pretty sure these exact guns. And you're pretty sure the last time you saw them was when you all were blowing up a bunker in Idaho. Oh, man. Here we go again. What does that all man mean? Should I be concerned? Uh, we'll just say that I have some history with these guns. Like good history? Bad history? History with guns is always bad. Like, does this shoot a little bit more to the left than than center? Oh, no. They're very like, effective. All right, cool, cool, cool. So I'm going to say, well, uh, I guess it's pleased to meet your acquaintance, and I'm going to like set one near her. Like, here's yours. She'll pick it up. I guess while this is going on, she'll have been loading like magazines. Yep, makes sense. I'm gonna. I want to look around the hotel room. Is there like a small couch? Yeah, we'll say there is. Sick. I'm gonna kind of grab my little knife is there a knife yeah you have a knife sweet i'm gonna cut into the couch so i can start shoving the money into the back of the couch i mean this hotel is nice enough that probably you found the couch was pre-cut for you already (laughs) if the couch was pre-cut already i'm just going to look into the couch to make sure i'm not stabbing myself on any kind of hypodermic needles nah nothing that bad cool i'm gonna start shoving the money in the couch then makes sense would have thought that we'd end up here firefighter cdc doctor and john just doing some real criminal shit in a cd hotel i just kind of raised my hand yeah this this sounds like a t-cell operation a lot better equipped and a lot better uh, supplied than i've ever been on to be honest but yeah this looks like a scene out of a movie which is terrifying because these scenes usually lead up to like really big shootouts where a lot of people die Lawrence, we have four submachine guns. I mean, I I don't want it to end up like that. I don't want to gun down an entire rave full of teenagers. But like, God, yeah, we might have to. We're going to do whatever it takes. I've got a life to get back to, man. Or at least a semblance of a life to get back to. I was going to say, it must be nice. I don't even talk to my daughter anymore. She hates me. What is it? Your roommate was a weird sleeper agent that just kind of blew up. I'm just now thinking like, oh shit, is my new boyfriend even like really my new boyfriend? Or was that even a fucked up situation that was supposed to trap me too? But hey, at least I'm like here with my friends, right? Yeah. Hell yeah. Just continue shoving more money into the couch. Sorry, you got me alcohol on you? I'll take a swig to 
let's not die. <laughs> Do I have any alcohol on me? <laughs> I pull out my flask from my jacket pocket to uh, not dying, and I toss the flask over to Florence. Uh, yeah, she'll take a swig and then pass it over to John. Uh, I'll look at it and be like, hmm, why not? And I take a swig. Throw it over here, yeah. I, I'll go ahead and just toss it on over. Upon catching it, I'll uh, take three gulps. I'll kind of screw it back in and throw it in my jacket pocket. There's a refill underneath the driver's seat and uh, the van still. I haven't brought that up. Don't don't worry, I was not driving drunk. Trust you wouldn't do that? I may be an alcoholic, but I'm not stupid. That much we know. I look over and say, if I'm going to die at any point during all this, it's sure as shit going to be to some weird, unnatural stuff and not a drunk driving accident. Please don't let that be my end. Oh, no. No. The fucking most mundane way to die after all this. I mean, one of us got eaten by a fucking house. And we had a house try to eat us. Yeah. Twice. Technically. Yeah. Huh. You know, honestly, a mundane way of dying is sounding a little, little nice. I can't die yet. I've, I've experienced something that I need to experience again before I die to elaborate or is that going to be one of those personal things of just ooh la la you your girlfriend knows some tricks oh uh yeah i mean i'll tell you if you really want to know yeah sure sure seeing as how we're getting all sappy right now i stop shoving money in the couch and i kind of jump on it pull out my flask and take another swig sure spill your guts in the last couple of days there i was Visited by one of our old friends. Uh, you remember the one that kind of lost his fucking mind? The, uh, that cop? Okay. The one that was possessed? Yeah, I was... Uh, he... We had we had one last conversation. He wanted to say goodbye, I think. Huh. And I think I drank face. You drank what? He gave me a teacup and told me to drink. I think it tasted like space. Realized a lot of things after that. Oh. Like I, I get that we're going to a rave, but like, are you, are you holding out on the party favors? Was this some sort of like ayahuasca trip that you just had, or this just happened to you? Second time I've met him. Third, apparently, but second for me, I don't look over a little bit concerned after hearing that. Look, I'm fine. All right, we all had to have something happen to us before we went out here, you know. Our boy with the femur, and you with the weird cattle dream. Fair enough. Something was bound to happen. Well, here's to losing our fucking minds in good company. I take another swig, close it, and toss the flask around again. Florence will take one more drink and pass along. I will decline this time. Firestarter will already be kind of nodding off on the couch as he's getting kind of buzzed and just finished a 12-hour drive. Yeah, no, it's been a long day for all of you. You want to get some sleep, Joe, and I'll take the first wash. Sure, that works. Have I built everything yet, Charlie, or are we still... Yeah, you got the gear at this point. Okay, everything's built. Okay, I'll take a nap now since Florence says she's going to cover her first shift, she said? Yeah. Okay, I'll just find a spot on the ground or... Yeah, I mean, I could sleep on the ground or something. How many beds does this room have? Probably two queen beds or... Actually, this is a city motel. It's probably got one kind of double or queen bed. Okay. Firestarter said they got the couch, right? Or did I mishear that? He's sleeping, he's passing out on the couch, I guess, is the accurate description. Okay, well, I'll lie down on the bed for a while then. Mind you, this isn't going to be like a nice couch. It's probably like a two-seater, 
tough as nails. Those are the best kind. Probably going to wake up with like bed bugs or shit. <laughs> I think we all are. I'll go ahead and try to doze off. Still, obviously a little paranoid, but eventually I, I calm down enough to fall asleep. Nah, sure. Yeah. Next day rolls around off to meet the contact. Uh, sure. Yeah, let's go meet this contact. So the motel you're meeting your contact at is the Blue Crescent Motel kind of crosstown some. It's somehow seedier, but also nicer than the one you're staying at simultaneously. Again, these are just not good hotels. You're meeting your contact in room 2E. It's on the second story of a three-story kind of structure. Well, before we head out, I'm definitely going to get fully strapped up and uh, conceal carry as many things as I can. Sure, the submachine guns are probably too big to easily conceal on your person. Yeah, uh, the handguns, though, I'll, I'll at least yeah, have two on yes. me and I'll, like, yep. you know, the plate, the, the, was it the tactical armor and everything else I'll uh, have. The tactical armor cannot really be concealed. It is heavy armor. Oh, it's, like, heavy, heavy armor. Yeah, it, it gives five. Like, this is SWAT-level armor. It, yeah, it, it's not really something you can wear under your clothing. Okay. Was there anything lighter by any chance, or was it all yeah, heavy there armor? Was, there was some concealable stuff, too. There's some old cop stuff down there. Okay, I'll, I'll throw that stuff on there for now. And then I will bring the submachine guns into the uh, quote-unquote missing flat tire spot. Sure. So I'll get all that. Do they have any knives in the uh, thing as well? Yeah, we'll say they have some knives and some batons down there too. Okay. Binoculars as well by any chance? Yeah, that's this kind of kit at that point. Okay, I just want to make sure before I start like bringing stuff up. But yeah, do we have a time for our... Nope, just that they'll be waiting for you. Okay. Uh, before we get there, I definitely would like to, well, I guess, are we going to go over the drive, or is it just we end up there? You can just wind up there. I'm not going to make you guys kind of spend a lot of time on that if you don't want to, unless you want to. Well, no, I, because I want to, like, survey the area before we even, like, step foot in there. All right, so yeah, we'll say you arrive kind of at the premises. You're going to do some surveying once you're there? Yeah, I want to do some recon and look around and all that. Sure. Okay. So uh, I want to get a general sense of the area. So uh, obviously, first things first, are there any cameras? No, this again, this is, a, this is one of those motels that one of the selling points is its lack of security, if you will. Gotcha. Okay. The first floor or second floor room? Two is on the second floor. Okay. So I guess looking at this building, the way it's set up is that you kind of have, it's kind of like a, almost like a fire escape set up on the outside. That's a main office on the bottom floor in a couple rooms. Then you kind of go up a winding set of metal stairs that kind of take you to the rooms and around the corner to more rooms. The room you are looking at, 2E, appears to be kind of around the corner looking at the adjacent building. They're not labeled sequentially, by the way. Like, the lettering seems to be kind of all over the place, perhaps by design. One alphabet number is the first floor, two alphabet numbers the second floor, and three alphabet is on the third floor. Okay. Any cars in the parking lot kind of thing? A few. Nothing super impressive, though. A lot of beaters. Okay. After I've done all my recon, it says, like, looks pretty lax in security, which is good for us. I don't spot any cameras. Yeah. I mean, you guys want to walk over there from across the street kind of thing or want to park there? I would say let's keep the car close. Yeah. Okay. So, well, I'm guessing uh, Firestarter's driving, right? Yeah. I guess we'll just look for the closest available parking spot to where the room is. All right, yeah, that makes sense. Again, it's kind of around the corner, so you're still parking, not directly below it or anything like that, but yeah, it's doable. Yeah, okay. I back into the parking spot. Smart. 
So at that point, I kind of just look over at the gang and say, shall we? Mm-hmm. I get out of a car, and while my body is still kind of in the doorway, I'm going to shield any kind of prying eyes from me just checking to make sure my gun is loaded and it's, the safety is off. All right. Easy enough to do. So how do you approach 2E? I want to take the far route to make sure no one else is kind of wandering or anything else like that. Sure. Yeah, it seems to be pretty deserted for the time being. It's pretty early in the morning still, too. Cool. So I'm going to take the long way around to the hotel room. All right. You guys just got to go straight up or? Yeah, we should go from like both directions so we can clear both. Yeah, that sounds like a plan. I like that idea. So since Firestarter and I are normally the operators in this side, he'll take one and I'll take the other. All right. I'll try not to be visible, but I'll stay outside of the hotel room if you guys don't mind. And so that way I can kind of keep an eye on to make sure there's nothing else that's kind of happening. It makes sense. Well, I'll look over at Lawrence and I'll just follow her lead at this point. She will approach the door and knock on it. Once you hear some movements, some kind of rustling and some stuff, then I kind of you hear someone pressing their body up against the door and you just hear, who the hell is it? Uh, we're here to see you, buddy. Friend called. I don't know you. Is this Garrett? Who wants to know? Okay, Garrett. Um, we're here. Who's we? Do you really need us to answer that question? Who else would be coming out here to see you? People look for me, man. I used to be a detective. I ruffled some people the wrong way. You don't become an ex-detective without making a few enemies along the way. Also, fucking tranche is going on about how I should stay away from cell phones and cameras and Google and everything else that's of technology or tied in. So I ask again, who the hells are you? Tranche's friends. Well, why didn't you say so, Tranche's friends? I'm looking for names. I'm waiting for people that are specifically coming to see me. I'm Florence. Got Foxtrot here and Firestarter. You hear some kind of heavy movement stuff from the other side. Door eventually swings open. Older man, like mid-60s, maybe 70s at this point, has not lived well. He looks a little gaunt, but also that same like overweight that comes with the bad living at the same time. Starting to go gray in all of his hair, just kind of standing in the doorframe looking at you. Florence was the magic word to gain entry. Was that so hard? Right. She's just going to walk in. So inside, despite the fact this guy does not live here, he's definitely kind of settled in a little too well. There's a variety of like those cardboard boxes that you use to stash up files just in there with him. Yeah, so I found your uh, little symbol you sent over, uh, that whatever that thing from that flyer was. Okay. So I'm to, I, I understand that if uh, I tell you what I know, you're going to help me out with a little thing on my end. Last case I ever worked, if you will. Could you tell us about that first? While he's saying that, I'm just casually looking around the room and see if there's any kind of electronics or anything, just to kind of... No? Okay. This guy is old school. All files are paper and printouts, and yeah, this is a... This man's technological prowess matches his age bracket in a very stereotypical way. And there's no TV in there that I... You know, the, the motel TV or something. There's a motel TV, but it's not on or anything. Okay. I'm just gonna keep on alert while we're there. I think my little obsession will interest you some. Take a look. So kind of goes over, dumps one of the boxes of files on the bed, and it's of a suburban neighborhood, variety of kind of photos taken of a house and a teenager, kind of 17, 18 in age, you have to guess type of thing. Just a ton of photos of this kid, like in various kind of weird situations. We're talking like borderline stalker level 
Do any of you have any law, anything in the law category or law skill? I have zero. Zero. I'm outside. It's definitely kind of off-putting and weird, but nothing. It's a lot of pictures of this one person. He goes, so I bet you're wondering why my pet project might interest you. Yeah. Well, it's a picture of the kid at school and stuff like that. And as you're going through this stuff, you realize that on one of his shirts, there's kind of like a drawn-in design. But again, it's not quite the logo you saw on the TV. It's a more kind of street-styled version of it. But it matches the logo that was in the pictures he took as well. Looks at you. I was told you were looking for this. Yeah, we are. So I'll tell you where I found all the spray paint. If you go and uh, use whatever the hell type of investigatory powers your little organization I've been talking to for the last few decades and make a little house call for me. What exactly do you want us to do? So this kid here, his name's Benjamin Reese, and he's a grade A asshole. I tried to get a bunch of stuff to him to stick back before they kind of kicked me off the force, but, uh, well, he's guilty of something. I just don't know what. I need you three to find him. So you want us to break into a kid's house? I didn't tell you to break in. I just need you to find out what the fuck he's up to. Lawrence just looks at Foxtrot. Just kind of look over and I, like, shrug, like, kind of wait, watching to see what Lawrence says about the whole thing. Why don't you show us what you've got, and if it's worth anything, then yeah, we'll, we'll help you out. That's not how this is going to work. I can tell you where to go look if you want to get some proof on this thing, but I'm not going to tell you where exactly you should go. I took those photos of that strange little logo out in a part of town called Fair Hill. It's not great. But honestly, it pops up all over that area, so it's going to be like trying to find a needle in a haystack, a very shitty haystack. Why don't you give us the address this kid, this Reese's house? Kind of smiles at this. Now, is that so hard? You scratch my back, and I uh, point you in the right direction to where I found that graffiti. Have hands over the address. What does Reese do for a living? That's just it. The asshole vanished about six or seven months ago. I'm, like, strokes his hair for a second. He'd be, I don't know, 20 or so by now. Not quite old enough to drink, but, like, kid's been an asshole since he was 16. I can never quite anything to stick on him, but, like, he was up to something. I could never try to tell what it was. Uh, kind of pauses. You probably know about the strange murders, the whole black tongue intestine dissolving thin. Yeah, and he just disappeared. He was involved with that. I could never prove it, but I... Could have sworn I saw him putting up some yellow flyers, flyers that we found on one of the crime scenes. Yeah, we'll go. We'll go check his house out. That smiles broadly at this. Excellent. Are we gonna find you back here? Kind of looks around. I got nowhere better to be, and I'm not leaving this place until I know if the Reeses are okay or that that bastard really is guilty of whatever the hell he's guilty of. All right, you ready, Foxtrot? Yeah, let's roll. And uh, Florence will turn to leave. All right, I will follow her suit behind her. The door slams hard behind you as you leave. You kind of hear various stuff getting pushed in front of the door again. All right, let's get the fuck out of here. You believe him about uh, seeing the uh, the signs? I'm not sure, but he's our only real lead right now, so we'll play along. All right. At least until we figure out what the hell's going on. He's got some fucking weird obsession with this kid. As I'm walking up to meet the two of them, I just hear weird obsession with this kid. Oh, is how was the contact? Interesting. Colorful. I heard something about obsessed with a kid. When you say kid, do you mean like an actual minor or like just someone in their young adult stage? 
and he used to be a kid when he started looking into him. He's got an unhealthy obsession with wanting to put him away. Hmm. That's oh god, that doesn't sound healthy. All right. Uh did he give you a name? Reese. Reese. Come with the last one? Reese is the last name. Ah, Reese is the last name. I look around. Is there a payphone by chance? Yeah, this one. This is that's of a neighborhood. Specifically a payphone with a phone book. Yeah. Sweet. Oh, perfect. I see a payphone. I'm gonna see how many Reese's there are in the city. Are we gonna do some uh easy peasy kind of driving around checking these out, or did he give you some sort of lead on to what to do with this guy? He got a home address. He wants us to break in. He thinks that he might be involved with the uh, you know, the people's organs liquefying. Cool. I don't know how to tell him, but you know, this kid is probably dead. Huh. Can you text our in network Google search to see if you can get any kind of background information on this kid or his family? And then any kind of background information on this other guy, uh, our contact. You could also go to a library and use that or something. Oh, cool. Yeah. I'm the first thing I want to make sure is that this guy isn't on any kind of like Megan's list or some shit like that. But otherwise, you want to go visit our local library? Sure. Yeah, let's roll. Yeah. Do I see any kind of street signs that point to a library <laughs> or any kind of big center? You just find one of them. I'm not going to make that hard for you to find. Okay, cool. It's not too hard to do that. You could probably ask the front desk at the motel where a library was. And aside from them being like, the fuck do you want a library for? They can get you there. It's easy enough. All right. So what are you looking up at the library using the computers there? For myself, I would like to see if there's any kind of information on Garrett Weathers through the local papers. Oh, there is a lot on Garrett Weathers through the local papers. Oh, God. Are they in slide form or are they in actual paper form? If you search them on the computer, you can find that pretty easily. They'll have a bunch of archives to the websites. If you're looking through kind of the archives, the the library kind of keeps of physical stuff, they'd be in there too. The firing, or more accurately, sacking of Detective Garrett Weathers was a very public embarrassment for the Philadelphia Police Department after numerous harassment charges were brought against the officer for aggressive behavior against several suspects, and a variety of sudden charges showed up against him that implied the man was prone to excessive force in his tactics of interrogation and apprehension. Cool. I'm going to start there and work my way backwards to see if I can find a connection between him and this kid. I know this was the final straw. Like you have several interviews with the Reese family about officer Weathers kind of horrible behavior towards them, like just constant accusations against them and parking across the street and kind of, like, watching their house. Several times people have talked about how, like, he seems to be weirdly, like, almost stalking Benjamin. Like, he has not left Benjamin alone for months. If I got him kicked off the force. Prior to that, there's a couple other instances of him being a little too aggressive on suspects for kind of various people of interest, but those didn't seem to manifest this way. It is strange, though. There weren't a lot of complaints about him until this whole Benjamin ordeal started and kind of going back more in this. He used to be a pretty good detective. He had a pretty high closure rate, not quite hero cop status, but well-respected, like had a good relationship with the community, et cetera, et cetera. Like 
part of the story of uh, that makes the story so tragic is it's it's a, it's almost a tale of a fall from grace of just like a cop that couldn't let it go and just kind of let all his bad instincts flow out of him in one weird obsessive moment. Awesome. Does the papers release Benjamin Reese's mother's name? Yes. What is that? Brianna Reese and William Reese are his parents. Does it say how old Brianna Reese is? Doesn't have that type of information. They tried to okay. keep them some private. Cool. I want to try to see if I could find a prior connection with Brianna Reese and Garrett Weathers or William Reese and Garrett Weathers. My goal is to figure out whether or not this obsession with the Reese family is focused towards Benjamin specifically, or if it's focused towards my suspicion, Brianna Reese, and he's taking it out on Benjamin. Give me a search. That is a critical baby, 22 out of 61. Nice. All right, so you are searching around the internet, and you find nothing like an impossible amount of nothing like someone has scrubbed the existence of William Reese and Brianna Reese from everything but news articles about detective weather's harassment of Benjamin Reese are there photos of Brianna Reese and William Reese not that you can find again you can find nothing that proves these people existed except the newspapers talking about Officer Weathers' harassment of Benjamin Reese. There's no birth records or anything else like that. There is nothing you can find. Like, and I'm assuming you spend several hours, and like, even Florence takes a look at this. There is nothing. Yeah, I'm like obsessively looking because like I've struck my gold. I don't know what the other two are doing, but like I'm over in the computer station, just clack clack clacking away. I will come back to the group with my findings. I just don't know if anyone else is doing anything else during this time. Lawrence and Foxtrot doing anything else while they're in the library with Firestarter or no? I am keeping my eyes around because we're near technology, so my yeah, paranoia no. is flared up. Yeah, and yeah, libraries definitely have security cameras. Yep. So uh, can I run an alertness check now then? You see them. Like, nothing bad happens, but you are keenly aware there's a bunch of electronic eyes on you right now, potentially, okay. probably. Perfect. Lawrence waited in the car. All right. I'm going to print out some key stuff regarding the the firing and then as much of a dossier I can get on um, Benjamin Reese. Once I have my papers, I'm just going to do a little head nod to John, um, letting him know that I am done. I'm going to head back to the car. I'm going to follow along as soon as he walks out of there. But yeah, I was just like I said, just keeping an eye out around the area. Mm. So kind of getting back into the car, I kind of neatly lay the papers in my lap and wait for everyone to kind of be inside. So Benjamin Reese either spontaneously emerged or there is somebody out there making sure that no one knows about his parents. I do not have a birth record. I don't have a death record. I don't have any kind of record as to the existence of Brianna or William Reese, Benjamin's alleged parents. And I say alleged. Because I know how to Facebook stock an ex to figure out what who my ex is dating. I can figure out anything. I had a daughter at one point in time. Like, I am good at this shit. But I could not find a goddamn Brianna or William Reese. Sounds familiar. I look over and I ask, did you search 
deed records or tax records we have an address for where they live or where the kid lived i mean like we have the address that garrett has given us and i have this did do the addresses match up for benjamin's household as well as what garrett gave us you're found a household in their searches you just found the articles talking about weathers is firing wait so we don't we don't even have proof that benjamin lives in what the spot that Garrett has given us. Yep. Okay. Did so, you Google the address we were given? Yeah. That doesn't exist either. Cool. So there's there's no solid concrete evidence that Garrett has given us correct information. I look over at Farstar and say, can you hand me the address that we were given by Garrett? I think Florence has that. I mean, well, actually, no, never mind. Here, here, Here's all the papers that I... This is all my research, and I hand him the stack. Okay. So... Looking at the address, is there, could I roll a, I don't know if it counts for it, but could I perhaps roll a either military science land or navigation to see if I can like extrapolate maybe like coordinates, like latitude, longitude coordinates based nah, off the address? that's not how that, no, no, no. Like I, that would require a lot more tech or kind of something that you don't have on you. I will say it's a real address. Like, it's no reason to believe it's not a real address. Hey, Wait, I thought I was told it wasn't a real address. That's why I was like. No, no, the address is a real address, as far as you can tell. You just can't find any record of the address existing. Even on Google Maps? No, if you went to some type of map software or something and you put that in, it'll show you in theory where it's supposed to be, but it doesn't show a house. It does that, like, blur out thing they do on, like, buildings and stuff like that. Then what you're looking at. Oh, so it's blurred out? Yeah. But again, okay. like the address doesn't exist. Like it kind of, it gives you an error of like that address doesn't exist. But if it did, it'd be kind of like roughly here. This is where two one seven would be and two one five would be, and there should be something between the two, but there's not. Okay. I'm gonna pop back into the library because hey, uh, wait, hold up. I just realized we're at a we're at a city library. They probably have a city map or like a map around the area. Some sort of like tourist brochure shit. Let me let me grab that real quick. Cause city libraries do have that, right? Yeah, what are you looking for exactly, though? Because I'm not sure that would... You're just looking for a map? I want to buy, like, a like a little travel... Like, local maps. Like, they have, like, local maps, right? Like little Yeah, travel but they're not going to have, like, houses listed on them, though, or anything like that. That's too detailed in Invasion of Privacy. They'll have, like, the touristy bullshit, but... You can look up tax records. No, but local maps still have, like... This is where address blocks are going to be, right? I mean, in theory, yeah. There would be maps you could pack that up with, hypothetically, yeah. Cool, cool. I'm just going to bring like a local map of the city, a little bit more of a detailed map than like a travel map sure. of Philadelphia, just so that way we have a better bearing that we can constantly look at rather than our. You probably can't take those out of the library. Like those are, that's probably kind of an archive item at that point. Cause, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. So I'll text Firestarter and say, pull up public tax lot records for the houses next to where the address would be. Because that's all public information, and you can search maps with public lots and get names attached to the deeds and stuff like that. That's all public information anyway, so I basically text them, check tax lots for the, or tax records for the lots where the house should be. Gotcha. Good idea. And I want to uh, run a search for that. Yeah, and that's usually found on, like, either, like, city or... I'll give that to you for free, because you got the, um, you were doing the searching earlier, I'll I'll cover it all under that. Yeah, those exist, those are totally there. Okay. Do we have any names for the neighbors or the names that show up in the in the two houses between where this address would show up? 
I guess what are you trying to verify those against? If it happens to like any names that are familiar with what we're looking for. Uh, that's not the Reese's if that's what you're asking. They have names okay. attached to the deeds and stuff, but it's not the Reese's for those addresses. I guess, yeah, they're just people that live there. Okay. Allegedly. But no sign of, of any Reese or any family related to Reese then. Okay, yeah. got it. I print out the kind of the tax records or like who the buildings in the area are associated with. I'm going to bring them back in the car. Yeah. No, that's easy enough to do. Five cents a page, but there you go. Librarian stuff, you starting to notice the fact you keep kind of going out of the library, then back to a car, then back. Like, that's a little bit strange, but yeah, not a big deal. I look old enough that I may or may not have troubles with technology. I'm not saying it's a big problem, just saying it's a tad strange. Like, it's definitely behavior someone might take note of. Yeah, so I shouldn't be doing that anymore. But yeah, well, here's all the information I can find. Did our uh, team find out anything a little bit more about Garrett Weathers? Who gave us this this contact? Did he contact us? Well, he was in Pine's kind of database of friendlies, and when you sent out the information to have it verified, he's the one that found something. Okay. I guess I might also say, like, he could be lying. Like, he could just have totally manufactured this to get you to look into something for him. This is definitely weird, though, too, but... It's in line, you know, with technological wonders, you know, things just mysteriously disappearing. Yeah. Well, we could check it out and see what's going on. I really hope I don't have to figure out what how armor res- or bullet resistant this car is, but we're at least prepared for that. Well, let's get a move on. So you're headed to the Reese residence, if you will? Yes. I put my vote in to head to the start quote Reese end quote residence. Let's do it. Hey, uh, John, is that revolver loaded yet? Everything's locked and loaded. All right. Let's go make a house call.